Here are some words of wisdom to open this from someone I greatly admire. G.K. Chesterton once said, What is wrong with our civilization can be said with one word, unreality. We are in no danger either from the vices or the virtues of Vikings. We are in danger of forgetting all facts, good and bad, in a haze of high-minded phraseology. That certainly describes our times in the church as well. The blowback from the Vatican upholding Catholic teaching and St. Paul's words and sacred scripture remind us that unreality rules the church today, at least on earth. While many have praised Francis for his take in James Martin's most prized issue, the reality is that Francis's works, especially of late, have made it clear that the church is in dire straits. The aftermath of Francis's decision to put the James Martin question to rest, at least for the time being, has revealed something serious that many priests in America plan to ignore the ruling by the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, and will proceed to bless what cannot be blessed, the codification of that sin that cries out to heaven, and an unnatural binding of those that profess that sin as central to their very existence. We have a story of the most powerful cardinal in America doing this, and American bishops as well. So let's get to this, and remember... That Chesterton, quote, because if there were ever examples of high-minded phraseology, then terms like dialogue, human fraternity, accompaniment, and the rest of the modern lingo absolutely fit the bill. This disobedience, I'll call that quote-unquote disobedience, to the Holy See on this issue of faith and morals is by design. I will say now that I believe it is by design, not by the priests I will mention here, but by the cardinal in question, and maybe even by the Holy See. But let's start with the cardinal. But remember that this situation highlights what the real modus operandi is. Affirm doctrine publicly, and then change the practice to undermine the doctrine whenever possible. Cardinal Supich, the Archbishop of Chicago and the successor of Cardinal Bernadine, in more ways than one, has released a public statement on the James Martin Declaration from the Holy See. The following was posted on the website for the Archdiocese of Chicago. Now, if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that there are times where I have to clean these things up a bit, and this is definitely one of them, and I have to do it because of the sensitivities of this place. Since we are talking about an issue that our hosts favor the world and Pastor Jimmy Martin of the Jesuit Church, in o they actually favor them over actual Catholic teaching. And I'm sure you'll easily understand this version, though. It reads more or less, Statement of Cardinal Blaise J. Supich, Archbishop of Chicago, on James Martin Bindings, March 15, 2021. Today's response, issued by the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, offers nothing new on the Church's teaching on the nuptial sacrament. Regardless, it needs to be read in the context of the teachings in the Catechism and the encouraging statements of Pope Francis to these persons about the relationship to, their ch to the Church, as well as his urging that pastors welcome them with respect and sensitivity, recognizing, as the Congregation response does today, the many positive elements in these pairings, which are in themselves to be valued and appreciated. Yet the understandable reaction among many to this response will be disappointment. This should prompt us in the church and in the archdiocese to redouble our efforts to be creative and resilient in finding ways to welcome and encourage all followers of Pastor Jimmy Martin and our family of faith. End somewhat quote. Many positive elements of this. We are talking about what is essentially a parody of the sacrament promoted by the devil. This is right up there with a black mass, but instead, it's promoted so heavily by the world that we have to be careful even how we think about it. 
many positive elements. Really let that phrase marinate in your heart and mind. Thanks, Cardinal Supich. I mean, really. But he is right in at least one way. That Francis has said many such things in the past, and that his approval of the CDF position on this took many people by surprise because of his past expressions of support. Again, say one thing, change the praxis to reflect another. Supich's message is clear. It reads that the innovations and changes in the church's doctrines and dogmas are not going away anytime soon. That's sad, but it's not unexpected. Bear in mind that Supich has been making trips to Rome recently and is expected to be named to a very important post in the Roman Curia in the not terribly distant future. His name has appeared on the shortlist for Cardinal Seurat's post, among other vacant posts in the Roman Curia, all of which make him Papabile, meaning a contender in the next conclave. This campaign for a statement of orthodoxy to be followed by a change in practice requires public pressure. That has already begun, going beyond Cardinal Supich, whose statement opens the door for hierarchical support for making a change to the unchangeable. Now, Catholic journalist and thorn in my side, Massimo Fagioli, or Max Beans, as many of us have taken to calling him in a transliteration of his name, releases a statement on Twitter filled with the kind of language I can't use on YouTube, but it basically says the following in cleaned-up language. To paraphrase him, what many of my Catholic and non-Catholic students have understood about the response of the CDF to the dubium published yesterday on the blessing of the James Martin thing, the Vatican approves antipathy of these folks. Wherever you stand on the issue, this is the big problem. That's a paraphrasing of what he said, and notice how he is doing this. Max Baines, in his typical way, frames this in the person and in human fraternity. That is his method, and as such, this language immediately brings to mind all the language we've all grown so tired of. Dialogue, accompaniment, faith journey, and all the rest of the modernist lingo that if you hear in homilies at your parish on a regular basis, that should be enough for you to seek out a more orthodox, traditionally-minded Catholic parish. And here's why. We have a story out of Austria. You know, remember that country that often gets brought up on the short list of countries where American Catholics say they'd move if they were able to because of just how vibrant and traditional the church is there? Well, out of Austria, we get this. Austria is the home of an initiative with some 350 Catholic priests and deacons, which calls for an open rejection of the CDF document. Against blessings of this thing, declares that, and they declare that they will continue to provide blessings in this manner all in direct defiance of the statement from Rome. Remember, this is super traditional Austria, that place we're talking about here, where many Catholics seek to go in order to live in a more traditionally Catholic environment. 350 priests and deacons may not sound like much, but let's be real for a second. Austria isn't exactly that big of a place, and 350 priests is what you might find in two mid-sized dioceses in the U.S. That's a big deal for Austria, and it begs a lot of questions. We already know that the Germans are looking to circumvent the issue as well. And let's not forget that, that synods that Francis himself has been promoting all around the world, where the laity will get to push their bishops to make changes to fit the spirit of our age, instead of holding firm to the traditions of the church. Cling fast to the traditions of the teachings of the church, folks. Even if Francis's statement can be taken 100% as orthodox, which I do not believe you can, even then, there is a movement growing within the church to circumvent it, using mechanisms that Francis made himself possible. Synodality rules a day. Made possible by the Argentines making an affirmation of Amoris Laetitia that breaks with the traditions of the church, but was affirmed by Rome as being the real interpretation of Amoris Laetitia. 
This was all made possible by Italians meeting to address massive changes in doctrines and even sacred prayers, and in Dallas, a coming synod that will surely address similar topics. Synods are either underway or in the works for Ireland, Australia, Germany, Dallas, Italy, and other places, and I've reported on virtually all of them. The spirit of the age rules everything in the church, and it is why I and others are suspicious of this statement by the Holy See. In fact, in light of the CDF statement, social media is full of bishops and priests openly defying the teachings of the faith. It's remarkable. An example of this is Archbishop Coleridge from the United Kingdom, who took to Twitter to say that a church who won't make Father Brenda a reality or bless those that Pastor Jimmy Martin once blessed is obliged to ask how we can change this. He's not alone. Many priests have also done this, and it begs a question. I have long distrusted the presence of non-retired priests on social media because it doesn't usually go well. Sure, there are certainly exceptions to that, but it doesn't usually go well, unless they mostly post in defense of orthodoxy and focus on the faith and leave secular matters out of it except when absolutely necessary. But that isn't what happens most of the time. Most often we get our own clergy standing in opposition to the faith they profess to be teachers of. They take the side of innovation, and they stand in opposition to the depositum fide. We see frequently in the conflicts between the world and the church our own clergy taking the side of the world. Again, it's truly remarkable, and it's all made possible by a pope who will say one thing and then do the opposite in the most Jesuit of practices imaginable. Underlying all of this is something from the Austrian statement released by those priests who intend to disobey the congregation for the doctrine of the faith. They insist that the James Martin topic is completely part of the divine plan that God approves of what Jimmy Martin has endorsed. Think about that. It says everything. Remember my video from Wednesday where I showed screenshots of, past, of people asking Pastor Jimmy to form his own church. Functionally, we're already there. The ape of the church is in ascension, if it isn't here already. Let me know your thoughts in the comments, please. If you haven't, please join us in praying the penitential rosary of Padre Pio. I posted something about this, including a PDF I received that fully details step-by-step how to do the penitential rosary promoted by Padre Pio. It's clear and easy to do. Remember, it's Lent, and the church on earth desperately needs acts of penance. So please, join us by saying it at least one time during Lent. That's all I'm asking. Plus, I'm asking you to, you know, like the video and subscribe if you haven't. We could use you here. Thanks for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.